0: who's listening and welcome to my third episode of the podcast this is so crazy i literally say this is crazy every single episode but i promise you like guys this is like so surreal like i keep thinking about it, i'm like i actually have a podcast Anyway, but this episode i'm talking about obedience and it's gonna be a very testimony heavy episode because i Honestly, last year, for me, was all about obedience. Like, that was, like, the one, like, lesson that I was being taught throughout the whole year. If I had a word for last year, it would be obedience. Because once I, like, got past it, and once I almost, like, fought the idea of being disobedient to God, I was able to, like almost like level up. And I say it was only like the end of the year when I actually broke that. I think it was in December. Yeah, it was ex- literally the 3rd of December. I wasn't gonna talk about later, but I had like a proper revelation about it. And that literally like changed me, like properly changed me. And then that's when I, I think it was literally like a week or two later was when I was then told, okay, to do the podcast. Honestly, things just started levelling up once I started just being obedient. And I feel like I had to, I went through so many lessons throughout the year before I was actually ready to, um, just to get to where God wanted me to be. I feel like, but at the same time, I feel like I needed to go through all of it. Even though it took like a whole year for me to learn the lesson, I'm very grateful because now I can see why I wasn't going anywhere and why I wasn't walking in my purpose. Because obviously last episode I was talking about purpose. And the reason I was gonna talk about obedience next is because to walk in your purpose, you need to be obedient and you need to just be like listening to what God's telling you and then do it, if that makes sense. And then next week I'm talking about how to hear God's voice because I am like, I talk a lot about that, but it's kind of like, how do you actually know it's him kind of thing. So, yeah, I'm going to be talking about how to hear his voice. But this episode is about obedience. And it's kind of like, it's almost as if he's telling you something and then you're not listening to it, or you know, like, you know what he's saying, but you don't want to do it for whatever reason. And it kind of links to purpose because imagine, like I said, to walk in your purpose, think about the gifts you have, and walk in your, like, walk, with, walk in your gifts, like, use your gifts, and they'll just grow into, like, bigger, bigger things for you. That's what I've been seeing around me, and that's what's happened to me, and that's what's happening to me. But, like, a lot of people are, like, disobeying, like, for example, maybe one of your gifts is, like, you're really good at singing. And people have been telling you, like, you're so good at singing, but... And you know that you need to, like... You know that you're good at singing, right? But you're just being disobedient because you're not walking in it? If that makes sense? Like, you know you have a gift in something, like, maybe you're really good at maths. And people have been telling you, like, so many people are just saying, you're so good at maths, you're so good at maths, and then you're just kind of, like, leaving it at that. And then, in a way, when people are constantly reminding you that you're really good at something, it's almost as if God is also telling you, speaking through these people, you're really good at this, you're really good at this, you're really good at this. That's a gift. Like it's obviously not a spiritual gift, but it's a gift that you have. And that's what God wants to do. He wants to like use you in the things that you're already good at. But one thing that I learned last year was he couldn't use me in those things if I wasn't going to listen to him. And if I wasn't going to listen to the people around me who were telling me things like that, like, a lot of the skills that I'm using, like, for this podcast, are things that I kind of knew I was getting, like, I was good at, my gifts, but I wasn't using them. And I'm going to get into some of the gifts that I wasn't using. But once I thought that, like, disobedience, whatever was going on, Once I fought it, I was then able to use all the gifts and then just do what I need to do. But I'm going to start off with my first testimony. So there was this festival that I really, really, really wanted to go to. Because I think I saw it in like 2020, was it? I think it was like 2020 and I saw this festival and I was like... I need to go. Like, it just looked so good. All the artists were so good. And I was like, I need to go to this festival. And then... Yeah, the year after... Oh, no, then it was COVID, whatever. Nothing was going on. 2022, the festival was back on. And I, and I really wanted to go, About I was like, I'll go next year. So that was... A, I wanted to go that year, but it just wasn't working out. So I was like, okay, I'll go next year. Um... The time came when like tickets were out and stuff, we'd literally planned it out to the T. Like I was going with two of my cousins and we're literally planning it all out. We had bought the tickets, which let me tell you were not cheap. They were not cheap. I didn't even pay for the whole price of the tickets. Like I didn't even pay for the entire ticket and I still paid a lot of money. like to think how much money it was for that was crazy. But anyway. I just needed to say that because it kind of like links to something at the end, but it was a lot of money for the ticket. And then I just started getting so convicted. Like, you know, when you just have a feeling that you just shouldn't do something, I was getting that feeling strong, like a strong feeling. And it almost like when God's trying to tell you something, he'll make it like, he'll make it obvious. Like everywhere I'd look something about like it, How do I describe it? Like, let's say, for example, you're eating ice cream and you know like you kind of feel as if you feel guilty for eating it. You're like, I probably shouldn't be eating this right now. Let's say it's like 2 a.m. and you're like, I should probably be asleep right now. I need to be up at six and I'm just sitting here eating ice cream. And then maybe you go on your phone and there's someone talking about I don't know the bad whatever about eating at night or like at the early hours of the day or something like that and you're like okay that's weird because that was literally directed to me you're like okay let me just switch on the tv you go on the tv and it's a tv show about all the how much sugars and ice cream i don't know for example and you're like okay that is weird because that's literally directed to me let me switch off the tv let me um listen to some music you're listening to some music and again it's just something targeted to you about eating that ice cream one thing that i've noticed that god does is like whenever he's trying to tell me like whenever i'm feeling convicted and He's trying to tell me about something i start to like see everything against what i'm doing in everything like through people tiktok was a big thing the bible Other people, yeah, I've already said other people. Music, it can literally be anything. And you just feel so convicted not to do what you're doing. And I just, I hadn't even been to the festival yet. Like, I think it was about, I think it was about like two months or so before. And that's when I started getting convicted about it. Because before that, I was just like really excited to go. And then I started to get convicted. And I just felt really guilty like, I shouldn't be going, but I was so attached to this festival, like, I can't even explain, like, I'd wanted to go to this festival for so long, and that, that year, that very year, I could literally list so many artists that I really wanted to see, like, that year was basically made for me, because I kid you not, like, so many of the artists were, like, people that I listened to, it was, like, literally, it was made for me, right, and, The way I was so attached to going, it's so bad. But I was literally thinking, I had thoughts of like just going anyway. I was like, I don't really care if God doesn't want me to go or not. Like, I'm just going to go. And I was just thinking, like, I even had thoughts and I was like, let me just go and then I'll apologize to God later but i need like i was so attached like i really needed to go to this festival right and then at the same time i was also thinking i spent a lot of money on the tickets like how can i and i don't think you can really get a refund unless you sell it to someone else but it's weird because like it like you would it's you can't like get a refund like traditionally if that makes sense like you kind of have to sell it as a resale ticket, you can't really like, they can't just give you your money back basically. So I just had so many thoughts about how I needed to go to this festival. Like I really needed to go. And I was genuinely thinking of just being, basically just being disobedient. I was like, you know what, I'm gonna go to this festival. I just couldn't, I couldn't see. I saw the festival as like a way bigger thing than my relationship with God. And I was genuinely thinking of like letting go of my relationship with God to go to this festival. Like it was, it was not good at all. And I just found it so difficult. And I used to get so many convictions about it, like everywhere. It's just talking about stuff like this. And it's crazy because whilst I was having these thoughts of genuinely like going to this festival, no matter how it would affect my relationship with God, I, God was just blessing me. Like that was the same, it was around the same time where I got head of school. I got some really good grades in my exams and I was going on holiday. Like everything was just so good. Everything was going really well and God was just like blessing, 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 right? But I knew deep down that I was like, I'm gonna go to this festival and I don't care what's going, like, it just, it made me even more guilty, because I was like, I'm thinking about this, about going to the festival anyway, even though I know I shouldn't go, another thing is, I didn't exactly, 100% know why I shouldn't go, and that's probably why I started thinking, like, I need to go, like, I kind of had some ideas, because I feel like most people know what festivals are like, but I was like, I don't know, like, I just think the timing wasn't right. Like, now looking back, the timing of how I was spiritually and, like, the festival, like, wasn't right. It's almost like it wasn't aligning properly and it would probably affect me more than I thought it would. And I couldn't see the consequences. Like, I was genuinely blind. Like, I was just thinking, if I go to this festival, it's going to be like this. Like, I was thinking about all the good things about it. And I'd been to a festival before, the day before. Not the day before, the year before. So I'd knew i kind of forgotten about all the bad things about it because there were some things that happened I just did not like, like it wasn't for me. But then I was kind of like, I was blinded by all of that. And I was just thinking about all the good things that happened and like all the positives of it. And as a result of that, I wasn't seeing why, like the why, the why I shouldn't go. And therefore it was causing me to be disobedient because I was like, in my head, everything was gonna be fine. And I couldn't understand why god possibly wouldn't want me to go and everyone else was going everyone else was doing this 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 my cousins were obviously still going and i just found it so hard i was like why me like why is it me that shouldn't go especially when you're seeing everyone else doing what you've been told not to do is really hard and like really difficult and that's one of the things that can be really that can make it difficult to obey god because everyone else is doing it and second of all it's almost like what would people think of you like I really thought that if I'd not go to this like if I'd not gone to the festival, I would let people down because there was like a group of us going, and I was like, it would literally let us all down because all our plans are all like planned around each other. I was going to be so fun, da, 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 da. and I was like, like I need to go, like I can't go because I'll let them all down. I just had so many thoughts as to why I needed to go and why God's judgment on whether I should go or not was not valid. But honestly, the moment when things changed was when I actually just spoke to God and I was like, I just felt so bad. Like on top of everything he was doing for me, I felt so guilty and I just didn't know what to do because my mind was just in so much confusion, so much confusion. And I just did not know what to do. So it's like, let me just pray about it. Like sometimes we can just try and like try and sort it by ourselves. But we're told to cast our cares on the Lord, so that's what I did, and I literally just said, I actually can't fully remember what I said, but I think it was something like, I'm just going to give it all to you, and you take control over it all, because I do not know what, I, didn't, I don't know what to do, I really don't know what to do, so that's what I did, and then I genuinely think, I don't know if it was that same evening, or whether it was a few days later, but I went on TikTok, and I saw a video and that did it for me. Like that video that I saw on TikTok, it was just about like festivals. But I saw a video and it just it really just put me off. Like the desire to go to the fest to go to that festival just left me. And I was like, no, I can't do this. Like I can't go to this festival. And what I did literally is as soon as I came to that conclusion, I went to go tell my parents because I was like, if I don't tell someone. I'd probably like it allows me to change my mind, but if I, it's like if you tell some someone something, they can hold you accountable. So I was like, let me just do that and like lock it in and say I'm not going to make things easier for me. So I was like, you know what? I'm just I'm I'm just gonna not go. Like it's so crazy how almost immediately the desire just left out of nowhere, like from being so attached to this festival to all of a sudden being like, "Mm, don't really feel like going anymore. And after all the money that was spent on the ticket, it's actually so crazy it's actually so crazy what god did like how how he can literally just do that like it just did not make any sense like all the guilt and all the shame everything just left me and i felt at peace and i just felt content with not going and it was crazy like don't get me wrong i wasn't like completely like oh yeah whatever i don't you know what i mean like i was still a little bit upset because it's like i really want to see these artists, but the guilt and all the shame everything left and I was just absolutely like I was fine with not going obviously I was disappointed but it didn't feel like the end of the world like it did previously and honestly I kind of feel like I dodged a bullet because actually one of my cousins who did go she was like she did not like it at all she was like but I feel like that was her own like thing that she was going through because I feel like because I think God also spoke to her about it but the thing is that more came after she had gone like it's almost as if she needed to go to the festival because that's how god would teach her if that makes sense and she has her own testimony about her the festival because she actually went and she was like crystal like yeah i did not need to like she didn't she didn't it, it didn't give her the satisfaction that she wanted basically um but she kind of had to go to come to that conclusion but for me God didn't want me to go at all and I'm not gonna lie to this day I don't 100% know why like I kind of have an idea but I don't 100% know why and it's kind of like sometimes our obedience saves us from things that we'll never know about like there could have been some crazy like anything could have happened there and it doesn't mean like Because, for example, I didn't hear anything on the news about this festival, like this, 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 this. You know, I mean like, oh, thank goodness I didn't go because that happened, because this happened. But it's kind of like maybe it's something that would have genuinely only happened to you, like something that would have only affected you. And it's good you didn't go because sometimes we can look back at things and we can be like, oh, well you know, nothing bad happened because I didn't see anything on social media. didn't see anything here. This person said it was great. But it's like, maybe this thing could only happen to you and can only affect you. That's why you particularly shouldn't go. Another thing is like remembering that is we're all on our own journeys. So it may be that someone else hasn't been called to do that. They may even be a Christian like as well, and they haven't been called to do something, but you have, like, you should be okay with that and be okay with the fact that you may be called to do something that someone else hasn't. And that's absolutely fine because we're all we're all on our own journeys. Like my cousin, for her to learn her lesson, she had to go. But for me to learn my lesson, I wasn't allowed to go. And it's fine because they're all different, if that makes sense. But that was just the first testimony of just me having to read it and just showing how hard it was and how difficult it was, but how worth it it was. Because honestly, like looking back. I'm actually so grateful i didn't go like i'm happy i didn't go and i don't really feel like i missed out on anything i genuinely don't think i missed i don't feel like i missed out on anything and i feel content i can't remember what i actually did on that day but i think it, you know what i mean like it was fine like it's how long has it been now it's been like over six months since it happened and i honestly feel fine like you know what i mean Like, in the moment, I was just overreacting, but sometimes God just needs to open your eyes and be like, look, like, it's not that deep. (laughs) Like, it's literally not even that important, but in the moment, you feel like it's, like, a massive thing. But I wanted to move on to another thing. This is, like, I feel like the main part of the year that was really hard for me, and the main part that God was probably, like, I could tell God was testing my obedience because I knew that I was lacking in obedience, but God was testing me because I could see that he kept asking me to do the same thing over and over and over and over and over over again with different people. I'm gonna get into it, but like, with different people, but the same thing. And because it just kept going, like he just kept asking me to do the same thing over and over and over again. I knew that it was a test. Like I knew that he was trying to test me and I knew that it was only after I actually obeyed and did it that like, when he asked me to do it, that I'd be able to fight, like, break through it, break break through the cycle and finally get to somewhere, get to the next level, if that makes sense. So I went through, like, a time where God was just constantly asking me to send people messages, but it's not just any people, like, just random people, just messages, just saying, like, I don't know, just talking to them about God. Talking to them about Jesus and how like he loves them and just really helping them out in whatever they're going through. But specifically talking about my faith. And it just felt so like weird for me. Like it was, it was just very like hard because some of the people he asked me to text were people that I ge- like, in fact, some of the people he asked me to text are people that I genuinely hadn't haven't spoken to in like seven years maybe even longer than seven years, like eight years, haven't spoken to them at all, and God would be like, yeah, I want you just text this, and I'm like, what, like, you're asking me to text this person, I haven't, like, I don't even, I can't remember what they look like anymore, and you're telling me to text, like, I knew, it's almost like a name came to my head, and I was like, okay, I mean, that's obviously now going to next episode about how to hear, like, God's voice, but I kind of had like names pop up in my head and then I felt convicted, like something inside me was like, I need to send this person, I sent this person a message about God. And it was just so hard because I was like, what are they gonna think of me? Like, this is so awkward. Like, I can't do this. Like, you know what I mean? Like just every, just so much fear and just worry that I was just filled with. And I just didn't want to do it like at all. But the conviction got so strong I was like I need to do it like with a lot of people the conviction just got so strong and I was like I need to take action I need to do it and most of the I think all of the time I'd end up doing it at some point but not exactly when God asked me to do it like I'd do it but I'd do it out of fear you know what I mean and it always turned out good like I don't know why I actually knew that's a lie it did not always turn out good I forgot about that okay Most of the time, it turned out good. The first time, it turned out good. Like, the person genuinely, like, really appreciated it. Um, And it all went really well. And that kind of, like, that was the first time. And I was like, oh, okay. You know when, like, God asks you to do something, you do it. And then it turns out really good. And you're like, oh, you feel so bad. Because it's like, why did I doubt you? Like, of course, it was going to go good. The second time, again, it was fine. But I was still really nervous before doing it. Like, even though I had that... Testimony, that reassurance that it was going to be fine, I was still worried for the next person. And that's what kept kept me going through the cycle. Like, it would go well, but I'd still have that fear and still have that worry to do it the next time. And then I did it the third time, and then I didn't get the result that I wanted, like the result that I'd always been getting. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it just doesn't come out the way that you want it to come out. It doesn't happen the way that you want it to happen and you almost feel like, maybe did I make a mistake? Like maybe God didn't ask me to do this. And then you start questioning God's voice. And it's like, sometimes you just have to go through stuff like that. Like God can ask you to do something and it may not always be like, wow, kind of, like, kind of thing, but it's still important. And you get to learn a lesson that it's not always perfect. And sometimes we wish like, oh, if only I could have known that before I sent the message, but it's like, you've got to learn a lesson sometimes. And we can only know of what we see when it's like when it comes to humans, we only know what we see and what God reveals to us. And sometimes that means that he has to intervene. Like he'll ask you to do something that you may not know the outcome, you may not see the outcome, but you kind of just have to trust him and just do it anyway, because you never know what could happen. And I've had many times where I have texted people and it actually came out like really good. And it genuinely almost helped them also find a relationship with God too. Because why would I be gatekeeping this? Like I always say, when it comes to my relationship with God, like I don't see why I should gatekeep it and why I should keep it to myself anymore because it's kind of like, by me gatekeeping it, I'm like, I'm allowing someone else to kind of like get past it. Like you could be the only exposure they have to God, so it's like I don't want to miss the opportunity and that's what I know now but at the time I was kind of like I was like I genuinely there were times when I was like God just choose someone else because I like I can't do this like I was just so like nervous and so scared to do it and I just couldn't do it and there was so many like I think God told me to text at least 10 people throughout the year like at least 10 different people and these are all like random people some that I'm more close to some that I've like I said haven't hadn't spoken to them in years and it was just very random but I kind of just felt like it needed to be done and the thing is like you plant the seed and then leave God to do the rest like you don't have to always constantly be like hammering it down into people but it's almost just like just plant the seed and then allow it to grow in its time and if it doesn't grow it doesn't grow but you know I mean at least you did what you needed to do so that's one that's another bit. That I feel like God just kept te- telling me Texas, 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 text Texas, person, person and I just felt so repetitive. And I found it so difficult. Like I go days, like I, I maybe I heard about it. Maybe I heard God tell me on Monday, and I only end up doing it on Saturday. You know stuff like that. Like, like I just keep doubting myself, and I just keep thinking, I'm mm, not gonna do it. But what? But what about this? What about this? And just being fearful, and then. Um, And then as a result, it was like, I ended up going through it again. Like I'd go through it and I'm like, oh, thank goodness that's done. And then another person comes, another person comes and I used to dread and just be scared. Like, don't send me any more people, please. But it was only when I actually just broke free and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to do it. Like if God asked me to do this, I'm going to do it. If he tells me to test this person, I'm going to do it. And it was only when I actually had that mentality and I just did it is when the cycle stopped. And I no longer had that cycle of constantly texting. plans. Not that he didn't want me to text people anymore, but it's because he had other plans. Like he wanted me to do this podcast where I'm literally reaching more people than if I just texted one person. So it's kind of like I needed to obey. And if I didn't obey, I probably wouldn't be here because he wouldn't be able to push me up to the next level if I didn't pass the last level. And that brings me onto an analogy I kind of have where it's kind of like you know when you're playing like a video game or just any type of game and it's like levels but to get to for example level 12 you've got to pass level 11 you can't just do level 11 and then you can't you know you haven't passed or you haven't done level 11 and you just skip to level 15 like you have to go up levels in order and to go to the next level you need to get everything completed in the level before and by doing that, you're kind of like learning new steps, not new skills along the way. Like, for example, if you had gone from level two to level five and you just skipped the ones in between, maybe you've missed out on skills that you needed to learn in the other levels to be able to get to where you need to get to. So, for example, I really needed to get past just being disobedient and I just needed to be obedient and just do what I was asked to do, even if it didn't make sense. And I really wanted, like, the big purpose that was there for me. I really wanted, like, I want to do this. I could see myself doing that, see myself doing this. But God was almost like, like, I really want you to do that stuff, but you can't get there until you've managed to get through this. Because if I just skipped that season and that time of trying to be obedient and just skipped to where I wanted to be and what I thought was a good idea, like, now I'm, like, now I see myself using obedience even more like God telling me I want you to talk about this I want you to talk about this on your podcast I want you to post this you know what I mean and I need to have I needed to have got I needed to have understood and got past that level of being obedient because God knew that I needed I'd need to use that again even more in the next level if that makes sense so I was like you know what? I'm just going to do it and that's when I was able to move on to the next level and get to where I am now and you're going to have different levels you're going to be learning different things throughout the level but when it comes to obedience that's a very big one because first of all we're told not to be disobedient like we have to be obedient and second of all it's kind of like the basis of everything like if you're not listening to God then you you don't really have a relationship with them because if you just think about your friend if you, if they're telling you something, telling you something, and you're just ignoring them, or you're just yeah, you know, you're just not listening to them, then it's not a relationship because it's just one side. Like it's just you talking, 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 but you can't listen to the other side, and it's kind of like the relationship isn't there. And when you think about like yeah, when you think about it like that, you're kind of like okay, that makes sense. Like if I'm not being obedient, then the relationship isn't there. And then it's like, can I even can I even call myself a Christian? you know what I mean and it's so like deep but it's like it's so true like it's when you start properly questioning yourself and questioning your actions and questioning your thoughts that you actually start to break through it and it was when I actually like it's when I actually watched this video that was just speaking directly to me like everything that she was everything that she was saying and sharing was literally exactly what I was going through but I didn't take the time to actually sit and think about why I was doing what I was doing why I wasn't listening to God and just telling myself like why like just why and because I wasn't doing that I wasn't able to break through it because I didn't even understand why I was doing it like I wanted to be obedient because I knew it was the right thing to do but actually coming to do it was really difficult um and I didn't tell myself why and because I wasn't telling myself why and I wasn't understanding why, I wasn't able to break it. But once this lady was like literally saying everything that I needed to hear, I was like, oh, that makes sense. So I'm actually gonna read um what I wrote. Like I wrote down notes after like whilst watching the video, and this is what broke the disobedience. Like this is this is literally it. If you're struggling with um disobedience or anything like that, I recommend either writing this down or just coming back to this, because this is gonna be so helpful. Like when I tell you what I'm about to read out is literally what broke it for me and what really opened my eyes, Um, obviously pray about it as well for God to help you. And talk to people about it because they can help you as well. But like when I understood this and I actually heard this, that's when I was like, wow, like, this is actually what I'm doing and that's when I started to step out of it and I started to become more obedient and I was able to like move up in levels but yeah okay so this is what I wrote actually that's what it was I realized when I was about to sorry I was going to read it out but then I was just him. I was about to start recording the episode and I realized that there was one bit that I needed to research before I came and filmed the episode and I forgot what it was. I was like, let me just record it. And I've just seen, I was in the first bit of like what I'm about to read out. I was talking about a song that I listened to, and I needed to check who it was by. But honestly, like I actually can't remember who it's by. So let me just quickly check who it is. Okay, I found it. So, was listening to a song called "Give Myself Away" by William McDowell. That was his name. I realised that I'm trying to take control of my life. And whenever God tries to use me, I dread it because I just want to be free and live my own life. I want God in my life to do all the great things he does, like the blessings and everything, but don't want to serve others and do his work. This is most likely why it's so hard to obey, because I enjoy living my life without God using me. However, I'm so blessed to be called by God, so I should take it with both hands and serve him with all my might and love, no matter how it affects me. I need to put God first no matter what and I need to remember that I'm on this earth to I need to remember what I'm on this earth to do and do it if you're led by the holy spirit you'll come back to what you were called to do even when you make mistakes and hide so just a little disclaimer some of the bits are a bit like I'm talking about this and then all of a sudden talk about something else because I was writing this down whilst I was watching a video so I was kind of just... it's almost like notes but like not at the same time but anyway let me carry on I was never supposed to do my purpose and calling alone. This is the reason I hide and struggle to fully surrender to the Lord. I've been trying to run away and distract myself. I don't have enough faith slash trust in God. I'm afraid of disappointment slash rejection and scared of the outcome of doing what God asked me to do. Just in case it doesn't work as I want it to. But I need to let go of this. Our purpose is not for us, it's for God. God's glory. This is not about me, but for God and the other person slash people. And then I literally put this to myself. I was like, Crystal, why do you feel like you aren't making a difference? Sometimes we feel like when we're called to do something, we feel as if, oh, I'll well, just, you know, I mean, like it's just whatever. But you never know, like what what you're doing could genuinely make a massive impact and a massive difference. So I put, Crystal, why do you feel you aren't making a difference? Then I put, I need to walk in wisdom in the wisdom of who I am declaring my affirmations is one thing but I need to walk into this with God's guidance if you want the promise you need the process if you forfeit if you forfeit the process you're forfeiting the promise so for example if God gives you a promise saying that you know this 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 you need the process you need the journey with it too and if you forfeit the journey and the process, you're forfeiting the promise because it kind of comes together. It's like, you've got the destination, but the journey comes with the destination. You can't just get there, like, kick of a finger and you're there, if that makes sense. So it's like sometimes we disobey because we don't want the journey. And that's me, like, I wanted the outcome of it. I wanted to get to level 50, but I didn't want to go through the levels. I just wanted to go skip to level 50. But it's kind of like, if you forfeit the process, you're forfeiting the promise. Like you won't get to where you need to go to if you don't go through it like this, if that makes sense. Then I put, you need to try again to get back up and give it all to God. God doesn't make mistakes. You're fearfully and wonderfully made. I need to know who I am, regardless of what the world says of me. Then I put Luke verse one chap- wait, chapter 1 verse 45, which I think is where that bit came from. And then I put your light shines even brighter when you walk in the blessings for you and in the wisdom of your identity in Christ. I've witnessed this change lives. So why would I let it go? I need to boldly and confidently walk with this. We have one life to live. So walk with obedience to God. It's difficult and scary, but will produce the version of me that is crucial for me to grow. And then i put randomly at the end the peaks and valleys are equally important because that is so true like you go through highs and you go through lows but they're both equally important and we don't want to go through the lows. you don't want to go through the difficult parts where we're being asked to do things we want to go through the good parts at the end but it's like they're both equally important because they help us to learn more about ourselves and god another thing i wanted to add is when i was going on about how we're like moving up different levels like in a game. We, another thing to remember is that we rise by sacrifice. Like, sometimes we've got to give things up. And like I said in the thing that I was just reading, like, I couldn't believe really surrender to God. Like, surrendering is... It's like giving up what you already have to then go to God, if that makes sense. And there's a lot of, like, baggage that we carry that we can't, we can't take it all with us, unfortunately. It's like when you're going on a plane, you can't take your whole wardrobe with you. You know what I mean? Like there's there's bag limits when you're going on a plane. Unless you pay like loads and loads and loads and loads and loads of money to take your whole, your whole wardrobe. But like, sometimes we've got a lot of baggage that we can't bring with us. We have to surrender and let go of some of the things that we have because it's just too much. God can't do things with us if we just have all of this along with us. And it's kind of like, if you're rising by sacrifice, for us to rise, we need to let go of some things. And we need to let go of all the feelings that we have against being obedient. All the things that you're thinking about, all the things that you're worried about, the things that when God tells you to do something, you start thinking about the thoughts that you get when you're asked to do something by God. Like, when he asks you to... I don't know, speak to someone about him or anything like that. We need to surrender those thoughts. And it's a lot easier said than done because I went through a lot of time practicing this. Like I had to practice it as well. It's not like it just happened overnight. But once your mindset has changed and you start to see things differently, then it's a lot easier to practice and get, you know, practice makes perfect. Obviously, we're never going to be perfect, but you'll get so much better at it as you do more practice and you just keep going for it. And that's why God kept ha- like making me go through different things over and over and over and over and over again, like a cycle. Because once I did that, that's when I was, that's when I was able to break the cycle and get to where I needed to go to. But I think I've only got a couple more things to talk about, but the first thing I wanted to talk, speak about is where you can find obedience in the Bible. Because literally, at the time when I was like really struggling with obedience last year, I was actually reading like the Old Testament. So I was reading like Deuteronomy, and that is obedience heavy. Like, that's where I got a lot of my convictions about being disobedient. Like, I knew I was being disobedient, and then literally every time I'd open my Bible, it's about you know why you should be obedient deuteronomy is just full of things like being obedient obedient and numbers 34 and 35 that talks about moses having to be obedient and i also thought about i thought about this actually recently like after christmas or like during christmas joseph jesus's like earthly father he had to be so obedient so obedient like obviously he was engaged to marry and then when mary said that she was having a baby he was he was going to break off the engagement like he was like no i can't do this but then obviously he um had a dream and that dream he was told you no, know, go along with it like marry marry as you're supposed to because she's gonna give birth you know what i mean he had to be obedient because if he disobeyed that dream and he was like you know what I'm not going to listen to that I'm going to break up with Mary anyway like the whole Christmas story birth story what would happen to Mary like where would she give birth because obviously they had to travel for the census but she she would possibly be having to do all of that by herself like you know what I mean like the whole story could have been so different if Joseph didn't obey sometimes we have to think about how our actions can affect a bigger picture, not just for ourselves, but for other people. Because for example, maybe you're step one, maybe God has a whole process of something happening, you're step one. And if you don't do step one, what's going to happen to a person who's supposed to be doing step two? Maybe you're step five. If you don't do your step, what's going to happen to the person who does step six? Or maybe you are the last step. This is the last bit that needs to be done. And if you don't do it, that's it, like, God has to go find someone else. And it's just kind of like, we just need to think about how, when it comes to obedience, it's not just affecting ourselves, it's affecting other people. And we kind of think a lot about how it's affecting us and how we're feeling as a result of what God's asking us to do. When you start thinking about other, other people and being less selfish, which is what I was doing, I was being, I was just thinking about myself a lot. But when you start to think about other people, you just start to realise, like, this is not... It's not all about you. Like, it's not... It was not all about me. And I really just... I needed to think about how it could genuinely help the person on the other side. But yeah, before I... That was actually so scary. I thought I almost deleted the entire podcast. i have literally been filming for, like, 40 minutes. I mean, recording. But before I finish, I just wanted to talk about something that I... Like, I saw on Instagram the other day. And it said when you think obviously in the we're told to like be urgent when we're obeying god like you've heard people probably saying like you need to be urgent like if god's telling you to do something do it like now like do it be urgent with it and then that was really affecting me because i was like that's actually so difficult like whenever i wasn't urgent and god would ask me to do something for example on monday i may only do it on like sunday and i i'm like I'm not being urgent, and I just felt so bad because I'm like, I'm supposed to be urgent, and I just felt very guilty, even though I ended up finally doing what God asked me to do. The time lag was really affecting me, like, why I wasn't doing it so as quick as I wanted to do it. But then I realised that I kind of had the wrong definition of urgency. I feel like most people see urgent as, like, just being quick and doing something quickly, like, almost being impulsive. Like, if it's, like... You know, when someone's saying, like, I need you to come here urgently, you're like, drop everything you're doing and just go and do that thing. But we need to start thinking of urgency as having focus and drive rather than having a lack of, almost like a lack of thought. Like, you're not really thinking it through properly, you're being impulsive, and you're just doing things quick. Because when God asks you to do something, you have to make sure he's genuinely asked, he's the one asking you to do it. So it may take some time to confirm that that's actually from God and it may take some time for you to understand what he's asking you to do because it may not be straightforward what he's asking. It may be a bit confusing. So it may take time, but the whole point is making sure that you have focus. You're focused on what you're doing, but you also have drive. You have focus, but you have drive because you're you're taking action and you're going to do it. It doesn't mean it has to be done, you know, straight away but it just means you need to be focused and able to take action and that took off so much more pressure because I had less pressure of oh I need to get this done today like God asked me to do this I need to do it right now and it made me think like it made I could rest and I was like God's not asking us to just impulsively make decisions he's asking us to just be accurate and do it properly and do it right even if it takes some time to do as long as we're doing what he wants us to do. And if God wanted something to be done at a particular time, he'll make it clear to you as well, like everything will just fall into place, but we just need to make sure that by acting properly and seeing urgency as as having this definition to what most people think urgency is, it can help us to make less mistakes and to do things accurately. Just thought I'd mention that, but before, I finish. I just wanted to end off with this. I actually wrote this on this is from my journal on the 3rd of November last year. Um I put I put as of yesterday morning and before, I struggled to obey God's commands. I read 1 Chronicles, chapter 29, verse 19, where David wanted Solomon to have a heart that desired to serve God above all else. If he found it difficult to obey God or even to want to obey God, um, Philippians chapter 2, verse 13 states, God is working in you, giving you the desire and the power to do what pleases him. And it's great to hear that God's helping align our hearts and minds to his and fully changing our desires, because sometimes it's kind of like, it has to be something that changes inside of you, because you could, you know, you could... God has you to do something, you do it. But if you're just doing it because you want to take it off the list and you're not genuinely having the desire to do it and understanding and seeing how it can benefit other people, sometimes it can be dangerous because it's kind of like we're just doing it to take off the list, but it's not in our hearts. Like we're not actually, we don't, we're not feeling it. We're not feeling why why we're doing it and the importance of doing it because everything we're asked to do is for a good reason and it's going to help us in the long run. But yeah, I just wanted to mention that finally. So those are some verses that you could read. But I think that's going to be it. The next episode, I'm going to be talking about hearing God's voice. So obviously we have purpose. And then we have obedience, being obedient to walk in our purpose and then it's kind of like going back and being like, wait, but how do you actually hear God's voice? And how do you understand what he's asking you to do? And it's almost like to be obedient, you need to know whether it's him speaking or whether it's this person speaking or whether it's this the enemy speaking or whether it's you speaking. And it can be really confusing. And I definitely went through a lot of confusion in that area last year. So I'm going to be talking about like what God taught me about like his voice and how to know if it's him or not and how to just practice practice understanding and knowing it's his voice and the things that really helped me but yeah that's gonna round off today's episode and i hope you guys enjoyed let me know what you thought about it and if it's actually helped you and yeah i am looking forward to seeing you in the next episode